Hey guys, welcome to the Founder Hour After, After hours. hours. I'm your host, Pat. I'm Posh. And uh, welcome to the After Hours. This is the time when we sit down and kind of chat about what's going on with us in our lives and uh, do a little recap of our most recent guests and then also answer your questions. So if you guys have any questions for us, send it our way. Email us at the hello at thefounderhour.com or DM us at the Founder Hour on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, we'll answer it on the next one. So we're like smack dab in the middle of Coachella right now. Weekend one was last weekend. Weekend two is this upcoming weekend. Some amazing performances. Uh, of which we saw none of them. None of, uh, unfortunately. Weekend killed it, I heard. Not Beyonce's. Surprised. Not surprised. I saw Beyonce clips of Beyonce's uh, show, which was like a Super Bowl halftime show. It was like unreal. You know, I'm not a I'm not a big Beyonce fan, which you know I'm sure some of our listeners are gonna be like, eh, we don't like posh either. But um, I'm just not a big Beyonce fan. Yeah, I mean, I don't listen to her music too much, but I, I think regardless, like I respect her, her set, her set, yeah, her her performance set was unreal. You can tell, you know, there's a lot Destiny's of work. Destiny's Child. Yeah. Kelly Rowland, Michelle Williams, Jay Z. I mean, like, I didn't expect Jay Z to come out. I didn't either. <laughs> I don't either. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I've been going to Coachella for years now, and um, I didn't go this year because, well, last year I went, and honestly, I was a little bit disappointed. Uh, I, I think, I was, I think they did a pretty poor job of uh, managing the amount of tickets they sold. Like mm-hmm. there were so many people mm-hmm. there, I, I literally could not get into some of the tents to see the artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty disappointing, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I heard this year wasn't much different either. I heard a lot of people said that there was a lot of people again. There was, but I also did hear, and this could be a rumor, but I heard that um, they added more stages this year. Plus, they changed the setup of mainly the Sahara tent, which is like one of the bigger tents. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made it entrances from both sides like really large. So it spread out the people. Because that was one of the tents I could not get into to, to seeing like majority right. of the time last year, mm-hmm. which kind of sucked. Um, so yeah, I'll be going next year for sure. Uh, but we, so we, we didn't end up going to Coachella, but we somehow ended up in Coachella Valley Mm. last weekend. Interesting story. Uh, so before we get into that story, which I think our listeners would be interested in hearing about. Or um, not, but we're just going to tell it anyways. We're going to tell it anyways. Uh, I think this is a good time to announce our next guest on, on Monday. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do that after we tell the story? Um, I mean, it ties into it, I think. Uh, and I think people will just figure it out along the way, I guess. Hmm. I say we keep them waiting a little longer to hear the next guest. I'm on, um, I'm on board with that. But I think, I mean, they'll, they'll get it, you know, hopefully, you know, while we weave it into the story. So this story starts off, I think, two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks ago, let's call it. Maybe a little longer than that. We saw one of our next guests uh, post something on Instagram about a Coachella party. We saw the lineups look pretty dope. Um, and it was a super exclusive party. And, you know, we're just busy people and we didn't really think much of it. We said, oh, that's awesome. Great. Honestly, I didn't know what my weekends were going to look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in it was weeks, really so, part of the plan. Yeah. yeah. So one of the parties that we wanted to go to was the Bootsy Bellow estate party 
uh, put on by Bootsy Bellows and sponsored by McDonald's and PacSun. And they were doing the super exclusive party with celebs, VIP only, influencers, tastemakers, etc. And Pat and I were like, oh, that would be a pretty dope party to go to because, I mean, we're influencers or <laughs> and tastemakers, allegedly. Um, and so I was like, Pat, you know, what do you think about going? He's like, yeah, it sounds great. It would be awesome because, you know, we're not going to Coachella this year. But I just don't know if we can make it happen. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, just, you know, we won't do it this year. You know, we didn't really think much of it. Um, Friday rolls around. The Friday before the first the first day of Coachella the first day that Coachella would start on weekend one and we were just kind of you know we were both at work uh but we were kind of texting back and forth and I was like Pat I really want to go to the party tomorrow you know like on on that Saturday and he's like dude I, I do too I just don't think we can make it happen like I don't, I don't think I could take that time off like there's a lot to do also, what we're just gonna drive there and get rejected and I was like no we're gonna get in dude we're gonna get in yeah I didn't I didn't say that uh, I <laughs> it's said been, it's been like a few days. I've forgotten <laughs> most of the story. And I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I look. I um, I really think that like if you if you really want something to happen, deep. you can make it happen. Very deep. Very uh, deep. and and so it was one of those things where like we were just kind of joking, and yeah. so we didn't think too much of it. But as the Friday day became Friday night, <laughs> uh, it became more and more real because we were in this like group chat and we we're like talking about it and. Um, we just hyped ourselves up to the point where we were like... Like, there's no other option. We got to go. Yeah, we just got to go. Yeah. We had nothing planned the next day. And so... Yeah, Palm Springs and Coachella Valley is not too far from us. We're in LA. So we're like, what, yeah. two-hour drive? Yeah. Worst comes to worst. Whatever. We're on the road with Pat and Posh. It's going to be a great road trip. So... <laughs> we'll figure something it's out. It's not a big deal, right? Um. So, yeah. It's Friday night. Yeah, it's Friday night. We decide last... Like, literally, like... At night that we're going to go tomorrow. We're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go to this party. And that's it. Like, that's that's the only plan. Yeah. And so, Pat comes over and we now start talking about, okay, like, we made this potentially really stupid decision. Um, why don't we try to figure out how we're going to get into the party? Um, and so, now we're researching, like, ways to get into this party. Um, we had heard about how hard it was to get into the party and how... Their doorman, Parker, who you'll hear about a little bit more from us in a bit, uh, was, you know, it, it was tough to get by him, let's say. And so I texted one of my clients mm. and he's also in the nightclub scene in L.A. And texted him, I said, hey, any tips on how to get into the Bootsy Bellows estate party? And he's like, oh, it's very hard. But, you know, he's like, every time that I want something, I just text Brian and John. And he's like, you know, I just that's how I get in. That's I just text them and I. Yeah. You just uh, gave it away. Right, exactly. Uh, but what did I give away? That's the, that's the beauty behind it. I know. Uh, but, <laughs> and he and then he says, and I asked him if he's going to be there, if he's going to go to the party, because I think, oh, maybe I can just go in with him if he's there. Um, and he says that he's unfortunately not going to make it this year, but he was at Bootsy Bellows on that night, on mm -hmm. Friday night. Which is the uh, club in LA. Right, it's the nightclub in LA, which again, is also very hard to get into. And so he, while we're having this text conversation, granted it's like 1.30 a.m. now, um, he texts me a video of him at Bootsy Bellows and he said, it's Will I Am performing and somebody else who I don't remember. And so he sends me this eight to 10 second video and I'm just like, oh, that's pretty cool. And we're just, me and Pat are still talking, still researching. And I'm like, Pat, I'm just going to post <laughs> this video as my Instagram story and pretend that I'm at Bootsy Bellows and tag Brian and John. 
and we were just like laughing and he's just like yeah whatever i mean he's like dude it's like whatever it's like almost two o'clock like i don't yeah, know what to tell I'm, you i'm yeah i'm too tired to think so just <laughs> yeah, do just whatever like, you want yeah, do whatever you want like it could be the dumbest thing you've ever done but whatever who cares and i got a few texts that night like oh you're so basic why are you at you know why are you up at sea bellows and i was like i'm just here to just why let me be basic? just let me be just let me be <laughs> okay. um you know and so i'm like whatever fuck it Nothing comes out of it, and I wake up the next morning, and I saw that Brian, who I had tagged in the video, had had seen the video, you know, on Instagram. And so, meanwhile, throughout this night, me and Patrick are doing research on how to get past Parker. Yeah. You know, and so I'll let, pa- I'll let Pat say that Yeah, story. yeah, so, uh, you know, we do what anyone would have done, and we search Parker Bootsy Bellows on Google and trying to see what we can find of him, and nothing comes up. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, we're, like, digging through, like, page two, page three, and... I'm on like Instagram and Facebook and I, I just can't find anything about this guy. Um, and we finally come across this like Yelp review <laughs> and it's like this group of girls who are saying that he, he, he didn't let him into Bootsy Bellows yeah. and it was just like, you know, he was very rude. One star. One star, like as bad as could be. Yeah. And so we're kind of like, whoa, man, like there's nothing about this guy and he seems like, I mean, an asshole. Like, I don't know, like, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get away, get, get through this guy? We find, we find one picture. Yeah. We don't, but we don't even know if it's Parker. Like, we see that he's, so, so he's holding like the, the, the rope, the rope to let people in. So we just assume that it's him, you know, he's dressed nicely. Yeah. Um, and, and I think based on the description of what the girls (laughs) described him to look like, he had like long hair. We're like, this is him. We know what he looks like. We just don't know what he right. likes, what, what, what kind of person nothing, he is, whatever. Nothing. All right. Whatever. We'll, like, we'll figure it out when we get there. Um, so, yeah, we wake up in the morning super early, uh, pack our stuff, and grab some breakfast and head out to McDonald's breakfast. Grab some McDonald's breakfast and head out to. Which is also an important part of the story. Yes. Which <laughs> it's kind of, it'll, it'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we head out to, to Coachella. We somehow found the location of this party. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. a part of the research. So we, we know everything there is to know about this party. Yeah. I mean, we, we were like experts at this party at this point, minus the fact of how do you actually get into the party. But it's okay. We're like, you know, we know where it is, potentially. Um, so why don't we just show up? Like, yeah. let's show up. And but it was like a super. It's like a super exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place like right. it's not like they just let no, the address no, out. No, like it's even if you know, even if you knew the address, you're only the people not on the list get, yeah. get the address. So, but we somehow found it. Right. So we <laughs> take this two-hour road trip to you know Coachella Valley, and along the way, you were like, you know, dude, realistically, we're probably not going to get in. I was like, Pat, honestly, like are our chances zero percent or one percent? He kept saying one percent. I was like, great. <laughs> if he said zero percent, I was going to turn back. I just yeah. had this feeling right. that. Like, how bad can it be? Like, we're going to get in no yeah. matter what. Like, if we want to get in, we'll get in. Somehow. We'll figure it out. Somehow, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I have nothing else to do right now. Um, the worst part is going to be I drove two hours each way, and then we just did nothing. But we would have figured it out then, too. Mm-hmm. But giving up wasn't really an option, like, no. on the way there. Um, and so now we get to the area, and we're like, okay, what can we do to, like, Kind of stand out. Well, before that part, we pass by the house. 
when we pass <laughs> right. by the entrance. Right, right, right. And we see a group of like 20 people outside at yeah. the front. And we're like, you know, these guys are probably like, you know, the, the bouncers or the workers right, right, or whatever. Right. Like, how are we going to get through these guys? Yeah. And we passed by it and we kind of just circled the street. And uh, we're like, okay, we kind of we scoped out the place and we kind of know what it looks like <laughs> and what we're going to get ourselves into. And, uh, and so, okay, so now that what we do is we go to like a nearby hotel and we just kind of park there and leave our car there. And, uh, we just had this idea. Well, one of the girls that we were with said, exactly. Why don't we get a black Uber, like a black car, XL Uber and show up like we're celebrities. Yeah. Like pull up straight to the front, walk out and boom, we'll be in. So we're like, this is. That's a that's a great idea. You know, Pat and I are very good at you know listening to people's ideas, and we're like, let's let's let's, let's just do it. So we get in this damn car. Um, amazing road trip to from five minutes from the hotel, the place. So now we're getting to the street where we were just at like 10, 15 minutes ago. Streets blocked off. Yep, cops <laughs> everywhere. We're like, oh, oh, they got us. They 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 got us. They knew they knew that people were up no, no good, up to no good, and so we're like, well, we got well, we got to get to the street. So we find a nearby, we turn around, we find another entrance, mm-hmm. and then we kind of go over a few things. And by go over, I mean like we just kind of go on the sidewalk and we get on the street. So now we finally, and the Uber driver pulls up to where the party's at, like literally in front of it. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, at this point, we're like, okay, like the, we're celebrities. We see the workers outside looking yeah. at us. Like, how the hell did these guys get yeah. into this street? Right. Like, who the hell are they? Right. So we get out of the car. Right. We get out of the car. You know, we're like, okay, guys, act like act like you're big shit. And, um, you know, we walked up. Yeah, we're here for the, you know, we're here for the Boots Bellows party. Um, and they're like, great, where's your wristband? And we're like, what wristband? And they're like, oh, every, all the people on the list get a wristband. We said, nobody told us we got a wristband. We were just invited personally and no one told us about a wristband. Like, great, call the person that invited you and have them come get you out. So we did that. We, we called the people that... Not, they, nobody really invited us. Let's put that out there. <laughs> no one invited us. We invited ourselves. But we knew people that were there. We knew people that were the ones that threw the party. Yeah, we had this feeling like if we showed up, maybe they'll be like, yeah. Like, even though the list right. is blocked, it's all, you know, it's been like... Yeah. It's been closed for like weeks now. Yeah. They might be like, hey, just come in. So we called them, no response, because um, there's no reception inside the house. So... Yeah. We tell them, okay, what can we do? They said, oh, well, the check-in is at a nearby parking lot where there's a table and you check-in Maybe in like there. a mile away? Right, yeah. Yeah. So now we're walking. Keep in mind, the Uber has left. Yeah. We're Now Now our whole celebrity status is shot yeah. down completely. De- it's the desert. We're yeah. in the middle of like nowhere. Literally. Sun is blasting in our faces. Yeah. It's hot as hell. There was cops on the side. I was like, could you give us a ride? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so yeah, we walked so we're we walking. Walk a mile. We're just like literally walking, mm-hmm. you know. You know, going nowhere fast, and we finally end up in this parking lot. And there's not a lot of people when we arrived. No, nah, there was like, like 20, 30 people. Yeah, yeah. And like one person at the check-in table. And so we give our names. Obviously, we're not on we're not on any list. Uh, and so we still give our names anyways. And nothing comes out of that. So this is where the real journey begins. Mm. Um, this is where the real waiting begins. And so now we're convinced that okay, we got this far. We can probably find our way in. Okay, and meanwhile, we're still texting, like, the folks that are organizing this party, like, hey, we're here, any way we can get in, no response. Hmm. Um, so, this is where Parker comes back in. Yeah, well, he wasn't there initially. Right. And we're just like, whoa, like, maybe he's not working the party anymore. Maybe there's a like, second gate, yeah, something. Yeah, like, where is this guy? Because he was supposed to be here. We yeah. knew he was going to be there. 
And so, like, you know, while we're waiting there, the line just keeps getting longer and longer. People are just pulling up in, like, Rolls Royces and Bentleys and just, like, black cars and getting out. And, you know, the line is just becoming, like, a shit show. And we see Parker comes in. He, like, walks in with bags of just wristbands yeah, and so sets like, them on the table. Fuck, we're not getting in. <laughs> That's what I, I mean, thought. Yeah, like, he, he walked in with a mission. And the mission was, if you're not on the list... Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but luckily, we're the first in line. Like, there's now a line building up. We got there early, and we're like in front of. We're like there. We're the first people. We're the first people there. We're in Parker's face, and Parker's like, "Yeah, what's your name? Give him my name. Are you on the list? Yeah, probably. Whose list? This person's list. He's like, great. Have him text me. I was like, great, and I was like, well, here I've been texting him. He's like, no, no, have him text me. Him text me being our guy texting Parker. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we texted our guy. And he's probably like, doing that because anyone can like fake right, yeah. set up text. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, how hard is it to get our guy inside to answer him? But we're also thinking there's no reception because that's what we were told. Right. So how's this guy really getting texts? And so this is like at two o'clock. Um, so it's sunny. It's hot. Um, granted, we're under a tent. Two becomes two fifteen, becomes two thirty, becomes two forty five. Still no texts. And, and meanwhile, he like he's making his rounds. Like he's going around this. Like imagine like people just like huddled up around this like you know like yeah. table mm-hmm. where he's kind of like it's blocked off with a mm-hmm. fence, mm-hmm. and he's just going up to people asking him who they are, if they're on the list, who they're with, and then if they're on the list, he gives them the right. wristbands exactly. Um, and then and, they go and, on a shuttle. And, and Parker, I mean, keep in mind, this guy is a no bullshit guy. No. Like he's not trying to have small talk with you. He's not trying to be like. You know, um, oh, like try to try to like. It's more so like, are you not on the list? Okay, well, get on the list or have him call me, and you're in. You're good. Um, and and so little by little, he's like making his rounds, and he comes up to us a couple times, and we tell him like, hey man, still nothing. Like you know, there's no reception inside, and 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 all that. But we kind of realize like he's not an asshole. Like mm-hmm. he's actually pretty nice. He's very reasonable. Like right. perfect. No worries. As soon as he texts me. We'll let you in. Right. Thank you for waiting. That's all he wanted. Yeah. And so we're thinking, great, that's all you want, but that, that, that's probably not going to happen. Like, you know, right. we're also reasonable at this point. We're like, okay, this guy is the one organizing the party. Odds of him, like, really seeing our texts, like, not very high. Yeah, he's and probably so, getting, like, 500 to 1,000 texts. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> if he's getting a bunch of texts, let me try to message him on Instagram. I go on Instagram, I message him, and a few minutes later, he sees my message, but there's no response. And all I'm asking for at this point is, we're here. Can we get in? Yeah. If so, can you please tell Parker? Like, no pressure. Like, nothing. No pressure. Like, we get it. Like, it's super exclusive. Yeah. We're not being pushy. I don't think we're being annoying. We can ask him what he thought about it. <laughs> but I don't think we were being annoying. Right. So now it's 3 o'clock. And now the girls that we were with said, guys, like, how much longer are we going to be here? And, and they were just, like, waiting. And, you know, it was sunny. And obviously, we wanted to get in more than they wanted to get in. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they were supporting us. But... We were the ones kind of trying to really get in. And so I said, fine, give us like a time deadline. And if it, we, if we don't get in by that point, we'll, we'll, we'll leave. Yeah. 3.30. And now it's 3 o'clock. So we're like, great, 30 minutes. Let's get it done. Yeah. We're going to make so, it happen yeah. right now. So now it's sunny. We've been kicked out of the cabana because now it's getting flooded. So we're now standing outside, but it's hot now. We tell the girls to stay off in the corner where it's shady. Me and Pat now are going and trying to figure out how do we get these guys to answer our texts. Like, that's all we need. Yeah. And we're at one point, we realized, okay, if that's all we need, we're going to have to get them to respond. Right. And we're texting people who we know inside, like, hey, right. like, you know, is yeah. this possible? But we also don't want to be annoying. Like, we like right. these guys. Like, we don't want to use them. We'd rather 
you know, maintain a relationship with them than get into this party. Right. Like, we were okay with leaving if, like, right. those couple texts didn't exactly, yeah. work out. I mean, and although, I mean, I wasn't really okay with leaving. No, it's just, like, we weren't going to we weren't gonna push it any further. <laughs> right, yeah. I yeah. didn't want to give up, though. Yeah. And so, and me and Pat are texting. Now we're individually texting. We're group texting. And I think there was one text where we were just like, okay, let's just try one more time. You know, we sent a group text, and I, we said, hey, we know you're getting a lot of texts. Can we get into the party? Parker just wants you to give our names. Five minutes later, so it's like, again, this is the 3 to 3.30 gap. Yep. He texts, hey. Which is like at 3.20. H-E-Y. <laughs> H-E-Y. Hey. And so we look at each other, and we're like, what does this mean? Like, great. He texted Parker. <laughs> Perfect. Parker. We call Parker. And everyone's saying, Parker, Parker, Parker. And we call him, and like, we're like, boom. He comes up to us. What's up, guys? Uh, we're like, did you get the text from Brian? Uh, and he looks at his phone, and he's like, nope, nothing yet. And so we're like, um, all right. So then we go back in our text, and we're like, hey, he didn't get the text. Uh, did you text him? And he's like, okay. And this is... Oh, oh no, he's saying... We said, Parker says to text him. He says, okay. And this is 326. So now I'm thinking, there's four minutes left. I mean, like... And I feel bad for the girls at this point. I'm like... But we just made some progress. We got a text. We back. made progress. I'm like, we can buy some time with them. Yeah. Uh, so he says okay. And says okay. We say, we're like, we, okay, call, we, call, we call Parker again. Parker comes back. Like Ten minutes later, I show him the messages. He clicks on Brian's name to ensure that it's actually Brian's number. Yeah. He verifies it's Brian's number, but he says, "Great, let's see if he texts me." Now he goes in his phone, searches my name, doesn't find my name. He says, "Guys, no text." He then looks at. We've now been here for almost an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half, because we were there before too. He knows that. Like, he's seen us because we're, like, literally right there. He's yeah. probably sick of seeing us because that's all he's been seeing is us. And so, along with other people, like, mainly us for this period of time. And so... But he, like, as every single time he came by, he was, like, nicer nicer. Nothing but respectful. Yeah. He was, like, thank you guys so much for waiting. Yeah. I know you guys have been... It's hot. You guys have been yeah. waiting here. Like, as soon as he texts back, you guys are in. So, now he offers us. He says, look, why don't I text Brian directly? And I'm thinking... Amazing, great, fine. Like, I've been wanting him to do this, like, from the first minute. Like, why couldn't you just text Brian? Yeah. He texts Brian our names. This is, like, a little past 3.30 because we bought another, like, you know, let's say half an hour. Yep. And so, we're now just waiting for him to get a text back. Yeah, so, so we're waiting off to the side, and uh, we see Logan Paul. Who? Logan Paul. Oh, Logan Paul. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, trying to get into the party, and he's not on the list. So, like, if Logan Paul's not getting in. What did like, Logan Paul, for, for, for our listeners, what did Logan Paul... Do what does he do? He's a he's like a YouTuber, yeah, yeah, yeah. Viner, Instagrammer. Yeah. Got into some trouble. Let's yeah, call it. Recently. If you Google his name, yeah. Logan Paul. In- Google Logan Paul, idiot, and you'll figure it out. <laughs> so, anyways, he's not able to get in. We're like, all right, it's, it's Logan Paul. Maybe like obviously that stuff affects you know his chances, uh, but still, he has like millions of followers, and he's not able to get in. Like, what are our chances? <laughs> and we're just hanging out there, and like now it's like 10, 15 minutes passed by. Right. But I, I think we're at a point. Where this was the like, last okay. straw. This was the last straw. But it, it, well, it was. But we're like, okay, Brian responded to us twice. Yeah. Granted, it was a total of five letters. Parker has now texted Brian. Like, they know we're here. They know that we're in True. the damn area. Like, yeah. they know we're here. We're not trying to come anywhere from anywhere. Like, we're there. Mm-hmm. We're going to find our way in. We're like, he probably was like, okay, they're so annoying. Like, God, like, we just let them just come in so I don't hear from them again. So, now I call Parker back. I was like, Parker, any, any texts from Brian? He's like, no. He's like, 
I'll text him again, or why don't you add me to the group text? And I I'm mean, thinking, it got to a point where every single time he looked in my direction, he would just shake his head like nothing yet. Nothing yeah, yeah, yet. yeah. He wouldn't even. He, we weren't even talking at one point. Yeah. And so he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna text Brian." You know, again. You know, and so he does, and I see him texting him. It's not like he's like bullshitting us. No. Um. So now I'm just like, okay, guys, like, give it. Let's give it another couple of minutes. If it doesn't work out, like, I'm also I'm also getting sick of it. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Yeah. I haven't. We haven't had I mean, water this is for like hours. Two, two hours later. Well, it's almost four o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And so we're, we're like thirsty, hungry, just annoyed, like annoyed, even if it's like it was brought on by our own actions, but but we were annoyed. Um, and so we're just talking and we were talking about this whole Logan Paul thing. Yeah. And I like hear something that resembles my name. Yeah. But I don't really hear it. And But I'm like, I think it was no, my no, name. I, I just hear Parker yelling. Yeah. Which he wasn't yelling to any, like he was quiet the whole time. He was just going up to people like very like low key. But I just hear him yelling. I hear Carson. I'm like Carson, and in the second one, I can make it out. He goes, "Nurses, nurses." Yeah, and I'm like, and we're like, what? We like, like look guys, at each other. I we're think like, we're in. I think we're good. Like, let's go. Like, he takes it back. And I think I think the girls were surprised. I think the whole time they were supporting us. Yeah. But I think they also thought like these guys like are they're crazy. <laughs> like they're not gonna get in. But like we don't want to like really kind of like shoot it down. Yeah. Although, although. I was told at one point during this whole, you know, thingamajig, let's just 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 give up. It was that phrase. Yeah. And when I heard that, some, something happens to me when I hear those words. Like, you know when like people get excited, like something happens to them? When I hear the words just give up or let it go or, you know, it's okay, it'll happen next time. Fuck that. Yep. Fuck that. I just go into this like crazy kind of person. I'm like, give up. I'm going to show you give up. Yeah, the whole thing just flashes before your yeah, eyes. Yeah, like, all that work you're like, you no, 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 we're going to be in the like, party. We're going to be hanging out with all the people. All that for nothing? No. Zero chance. So we knew, at that point, I'm like, we're going to get in. As soon as I heard give up, we're going to get in. I already knew it, it was 100% at that point. This was, like, this was like, yeah, this was like right before this whole thing happened. It went from 1% to 100% we're getting in. Yeah. So anyways, f- f- forward again to, to <laughs> Parker yelling your name out. Yeah. And we kind of just run up to the tent, all four of us. And he 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 kind of signals us to come around to the other yeah. side because yeah. there's like a more of an opening and not as many people hold yeah. it around. And he gets distracted again. He's giving out wristbands, checking people's you know if they're on the list. And then we yell his name from the other side. We're like Parker, and he turns around, like smile on his face, like kind of like he kind of like felt our happiness. I think like he saw how long we were there yeah. and how much we tried. And when he kind of like you know. When he got that text and he saw us like ready to go, like mm-hmm. he was just, I think he was like happy. Uh, so he comes up to us, hands us the wristbands and puts his hand out and he shakes our hands. And he's like, you guys are true mensches. He's like, he's like, you guys are very respectful. Like, thank you so much for, for your patience, you know? And, and we know why he was saying that because the whole time we, we would hear people, like if he told people, Hey, you're not on the list or for any reason, like you can't get in. Like, people would really, like, get pissed and cuss mm-hmm. him out or whatever. And, and, like, we didn't do that. Um, so, I think it really paid off. And, like, he came up and he's like, oh, I'm not going to forget, forget you guys. Mm-hmm. And that felt pretty good. Like, you know, it just took two hours, but we just made a friend. Yeah, we missed half the party. <laughs> but it was fine because... There's another two hours to go. So, <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But also, I think a part of Parker's reaction was, like, I don't think he had seen anyone wait two hours for a four-hour party and it was still there like still trying like i think if in the beginning he's probably like okay like fine like if you know him like let him text me 
But then, like, it got to, and like people usually like give up at that point, and like, and okay, but, like we don't really know them. But, right before we, right before we like got the got the tickets, we already told ourselves like we're gonna get in. We just it's a matter of time. We just yeah, have to just wait. Just be patient. If all these people clear out and he sees we're still there, yeah. he might just give us out of pity like a fucking respect. Yeah. Like here you go. Here you guys, you guys, minutes left. Just go and take a shot. You know, have yeah. a good time. You guys deserve See you it. later. Uh, so, anyways, we, it happened. We got the wristbands. Uh, now it's like four o'clock ish, and there's two hours left to the party. Yeah. Um, so we hop on the shuttle and and go straight to the entrance and walk in very easily with because we had wristbands on mm-hmm. and uh, it's this huge massive house. Um, that I mean, one of the nicest houses I've seen, honestly. Yeah. And there's this entrance off the side. We walk in and there's a bunch of people just having fun, like. You know, we see this huge McDonald's truck because they were sponsored the event and they're just throwing out quarter pounders and fries and water and everything just like, you know, as many as you wanted. Um, no shortage of, 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 of food and, and drinks. Food and anything, yeah. Everything. Um, and uh, we honestly just, you know, walk in, we're eating, we're starving, we're thirsty, we're dehydrated. And as we're eating, we just see like, that celebrity walked by and that celebrity walked by and I mean we see Brian finally then we see Brian and so we go up to Brian and we're like dude thank you so much like we we really appreciate it man like and he's like he's like no worries man you guys have fun um and uh you know it's yeah Bella Hadid Gigi Hadid Kendall Jenner Blake Griffin <laughs> Blake Griffin Devin Post Booker. Malone I mean, the list. Angela Russell. Pat, Posh. I mean, the list just goes <laughs> on and on. Um, no, but what. I mean, look, the truth is, even before we went on this whole, you know, like we're going to get in thing, we knew we we're going to get in. Like, we knew we we're going to get in somehow, some way. Um, we always just make it happen. Like, if we want something, I think that's like the lesson to be learned. And I think it's something that we discuss on the Founder Hour as well, with all the episodes with all the guests. Um, they just made it happen. If you really want it, just do it. You'll make it. Yeah, you'll make it. it, it don't happen. don't. I, and I think the beauty of it was a lot of times we go by in life and work our relationships, and we try to plan a lot of things out. You know, we're gonna go here on this day. We're gonna do this on this day. We're gonna then do that. As a result of that, we're gonna do that. And now your whole life becomes this fucking plan. And if one thing goes off, the whole plan is ruined. Yeah. And then you're now mentally fucked because you're like, what? What do I do? I think the beauty of what happened on that Saturday was there was really no plan. We just were like doing it as it happened. Like. This happened, great, let's react. This happened, great, let's react. Of course, you can't go through life just, you know, just doing that as well. But I think there was some lesson to be learned. There are a lot of lessons, in fact, to be learned there. Sometimes you don't know what's coming ahead. You just have to take it in, process for a second, figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's not really going to work. You might have to figure it out a few times for that one problem to be solved. But I think that if you want that problem to be solved or you want to gain something or you want to lose something or whatever, you will you will do what it takes. And there is no, you know, there is no, there's no formula to that. There's no, okay, if we had gone to the party, talked to this person, got on this list, well, we could have done that stuff. But there was no way based on how our relationship and how, what we knew about this party, we didn't know much. Like, And I think if, even if we tried to like, you know, do more research and, and like get more like, you know, of a better idea of what it's going to look like as far as the whole process goes, I think we would have convinced ourselves not to go. Yeah. I mean, like, not that we're that type of person, but, like, I think anyone would. I think anyone – I think sometimes ignorance is bliss, to be honest with you. And, um, you know, even in life and in anything, you know, business, uh, sometimes you you got to make a calculated risk, but just dive in. Just dive in. 
and um, you'll figure it out along the way. If you yeah. believe in yourself, you know you're capable, you know you're mm-hmm. smart, and you know you can adapt, and you're open to you're open, you're open minded. Uh, you're you're gonna figure out a way. Yeah, you just need to put yourself in that position to be able to do that in the first place. Otherwise, you're just gonna convince yourself like. You know, either I'm not good enough, right. either I'm not the right person for this, um, this is not the right idea, mm-hmm. this is not the right thing, like, world of excuses. Yeah, and I know it all sounds cliche, but, I mean, we, like, what we just told you was literally, like, what happened, like, <laughs> almost play by play, um, minus, like, the sweating and thirst and all that stuff, <laughs> but, I mean, it was play by play, it was, and I think it was a lesson learned in just being nice, we could have, we could have easily been, like, assholes and be like, what the fuck? We're not on the list. Like, how are we not on the list? Like, we're definitely on the list. And yeah, it wasn't in a, it wasn't in our favor to do that. No. And I think we like realized that we kind of assessed the situation. Parker was nothing but nice and respectful and reasonable. So, and, like, and okay. sorry, I think I think with any risk, you got to know the the bottom. You know, you know, you yeah. got to be okay with the bottom. You got to yeah. be okay with what if you're if you're risking losing it all, which is not always not a, not a great risk. But you got to be okay with losing it all. Mm-hmm. Whatever you know, I don't know if there's like a more formal word for this. But um, you got to know the bottom and you got to know, well, the top is whatever, success. Yeah. So we were okay with not, like uh, deep down, like we didn't want to not get in. Yeah. <laughs> but it, like w- there was a line that we weren't going to cross. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. We knew where the line was and we were going to stop at that line because it wasn't worth it. And we were in always in the front of the lines. <laughs> exactly. But now, uh, now, now that I think about it, why did we want to go to this party? I don't even think it was the party, to be honest with you. I think it was just the challenge. <laughs> like, we, we knew it was going to be a challenge. I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, but I think I, both I of like, us were on the well, same I'm, wavelength I'm legitimately here. thinking about it right now. That's what I'm yeah. trying to figure out why we were going to this party. I think it was the challenge. I don't yeah. think, like, look, getting into the party was great and, like, hanging out with celebrities and all that. Like, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun, right? Like, yeah. it was a great party. Like, yeah, we yeah. had a blast. That um, was amazing, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. I'm not going to downplay it whatsoever. Like, it was <laughs> a great party. Yeah. Um, but... At the end of the day, like I don't think that's why we wanted to go. We weren't we weren't trying to get any celebrities' attention. We weren't trying to, mm-hmm. you know, make a fool of out of our, out of ourselves. Yeah. It was more so like, hey, this is gonna be a fun challenge, and if it doesn't happen, you know, we'll fucking figure figure something out. Yeah, we're gonna be in Coachella. Everyone's there. Everyone's partying. Like right. we'll party and we'll come back. I think um, one key ingredient that we missed was we walked into this hotel. We saw a store. <laughs> <laughs> And I see the hat. Well, you were going to wear a Aloha shirt to <laughs> yeah. like a very bright one. And I'm like, honestly, don't wear it because it's going to cause too much unnecessary attention. <laughs> and you're going to look like you're trying too hard. Right. So you were wearing a white T-shirt. I'm like, just keep the white T-shirt on. Yeah. And uh, we're kind of in this hotel and we're at like the hotel store. And um, you're like looking at these hat, like a hat rack. And uh, I was like, there's this fedora. Like, just yo, wear that for a second. And so you wear it. I'm like, dude, that matches you, bro. Like, just buy it right now. Uh, you look like all of a sudden you look. You went. You you know. You, you look like a billionaire. Um, you know, with that. Hat I went on. from a dude on vacation in Hawaii to Pablo Escobar's <laughs> grandson. Exactly. Uh, so, anyways, I think, and that's when we knew we were getting in. We're like, okay, Pablo Escobar has always. Honestly, gone this in. whole story, this whole the whole reason we got in could have could have been from that hat. It's from the fedora. We don't know. So our I mean, next we'll, series can, is going to be called the fedora. The fedora, and we can ask one day if we have Parker on the show, we can ask him. You know, yeah, Parker, well, if you're how, listening, how much did the hat impact our chances of getting in? <laughs> I think it was big. It was. A, I think it was big. Parker, if you're listening, you're the mensch. Yeah, you're a legit dude. Um, stand up guy. Stand up dude. Yeah. Everything that was said about this guy online, fake news. Completely false. Completely. And if you guys ever see Parker, if you guys ever go to Bootsy Bellows and Parker's in the front, please treat him with respect. The guy yeah. is an awesome yeah. freaking dude. Not an asshole at all. You're the asshole. Yeah. If you think Parker's an asshole, you're probably the asshole. Hundred percent. 
So, uh, so I think this is a great segue into some of the guests that we've interviewed recently. Who are um, all not at this party, by the way. No. Except our next guests, because that's the announcement, <laughs> Brian Toll and John Terzian, the founders of Hwood Group. Yep. Which... Um, Owns and operates Bootsy Bellows, Poppy, Shore Bar, Delilah, The Nice Guy, The Peppermint Club, just the list Blind goes Dragon, on. Petite Tecaria. Now they're expanding. A few years ago, somebody brought them out. You're going to listen on episode 16 because I'm not going to tell you right now. Um, amazing story. I mean, amazing what they've done. I mean, these guys are like emperors of their industry. 100%. Um, just, yeah, so like admirable. I'm not going to give any more away because it's an amazing story. Yeah. Um, must I'm not even trying to promote it because it's our podcast, but like amazing story. I mean, I would listen if they were on any other podcast because first of all, they have never done a podcast interview together. They have never done an interview, video interview together. I think mm-hmm. they've been on a few magazines mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go out and claim first ever <laughs> podcast interview where Brian Toll and John Terzin are together on the interview. You heard it here first on the founder. And you're going to hear their combined story here. Next Monday. Don't miss it. I don't remember what day that is right now because <laughs> kind of off. Yeah. This upcoming Monday. Right. Don't miss it. Um, great. So kind of, yeah, let's let's talk about the folks that we've interviewed so far. Um, I think this is a great segue, kind of what we just talked about to Tenny, Tenny Pinosian's uh, episode. Um, which Another really, amazing person. Yeah, yeah. Love her. Uh, great, great story. Um, you know, her thing was also the same. Her whole path was like just unplanned. Like it's, you know, she kind of talked about how you just can't plan sometimes. Like you just have to do it. And that's what she did. She took a big risk. Um, She could have gone, you know, into the corporate world, worked at a media agency. um, But that's not where her true passion was. Mm -hmm. And um, she loved, you know, making content and writing. And that's what she did. And it ended up being a huge success. She has a massive following. She's killed it for years Mm -hmm. now and Mm -hmm. she continues to kill it every day. Um, so I, I love, I loved her whole story of persistence and, uh, just kind of taking a risk and, and dealing with obstacles along the way and coming out. And on a larger scale, um, uh, continuing with Tenny, I think that one thing I personally learned and realized throughout this founder, our journey is kind of the power of the arts or, you know, being creative an innovator, creator, whatever. Um, I think because of you know, our upbringing and, you know, the more traditional routes people take, you know, going to school, going to college, uh, you know, going to grad school, we let go of our creative side, our, the side that we actually enjoy, the things that we enjoy to do. And I think there's always that struggle of, okay, we enjoy this thing, but it's hard to monetize it. Okay. And I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole different conversation. But even at this party that we were just at, the folks that were there, the people that are changing culture, the people that are setting up what society is going to look like in a few years or down the line are these artists not per, not only musicians and actors i'm talking about people that are creating whether it's content whether it's buildings whether it's you know food i don't care what they're creating they're the people that were different when they were growing up maybe they were weird people they were called weirdos or idiots or what is that guy doing with his life those are the people that you're like wait that guy ended up doing that and now they're in charge of that that's they're like running the whole country you know so i think that it's always interesting and i think that that's something i've learned personally and i think that's something i want to focus more on moving forward in my life and my career is being more in touch with my creative side which is not that creative but being more in touch with that so i can grow that and um you know 
to see where that leads me because I really think that the power of the arts or the power of being creative combined with, you know, a skill set you have or your career will take you to another level. Yeah. Or else you're just an accountant, you know, but if you're an accountant and, yeah. that does, I don't know. I mean, I hear people say all the time, like, you know, and, and obviously through just nature, like some people are, you know, have more of, use more of that side of their brain than others, you know, the create creative side. But I don't believe it when someone tells me that they don't have any creativity within them. Like, I think that's bullshit. I think that's just a lazy answer. I think yeah. everyone's creative. I think people look at sometimes, you know, themselves and what could maybe constitute as a creative, uh, you know, characteristic. Yeah. And they go like, oh, no, nah, that's not that's not good enough or that's not unique or that's not special, anything special. Uh, and I can't couldn't disagree more. I think if you feel like there's something weird about you or like, you know, like maybe – you see things differently than someone else. I think you should double down on that because that's yeah. that's what's gonna exactly. you know, set yourself apart. And, and the hard part is there's you don't know what how you're gonna do that. That's I think that's the difficulty. Is like yep. okay, I'm like weirdly good at this, but like what the hell is that gonna mean to anybody else? I think that it means more than you actually think. And this is me talking about like if you asked me this four or five years ago, I'd be like, oh god, arts, how boring! Oh, you're you're doing that like oh big deal. This party, like who would want to go to that party? Like what's the point of that? I just think that. Obviously, the more I've seen and the more I've seen about how redundant, you know, people's careers are and how really bored they are. Like if you really talk to people, even if they're making millions of dollars in their boring career, they're bored. They are bored. I mean, they're like, yeah, we're making money. We're just doing this day by day, but we're still bored. But not a single person that at the party on Saturday, um, I don't think they were bored because they're constantly doing new things. They're constantly in a new environment. They're constantly around people that are creating things and being innovators and you know, coming up with the next hot stuff. That's the environment that there's I want to be there's around. There's a natural high that comes from being, exactly. expressing your creativity. You could tell from the way course. I'm talking or you could tell about the way that Pat and I were excited even before the party because we knew. Like, I think part of the reason that we also wanted to be at this party was because we knew the type of people that would be there, the scene that would be there. Mm -hmm. It was exclusive because it was only for celebrities and VIPs that knew those celebrities or were in that scene. Granted, we're not necessarily part of that group, but we knew that if we were around those people, we would be more inspired to become you know, different or to take at least what we're doing, whether it's the founder or other projects to a whole nother level. And I think that we can do that. We will do that. And I think an important lesson is it's only a matter of time. It's only, yep. it's, it's, it's a lot of patience that goes into it. Um, we learned that, you know, with that two hours of waiting, we learned that in our, you know, daily lives. Yeah. Sometimes things are out of your control. Like yeah. you just got to wait. It'll happen. Yeah. You know, things take time, but yeah. uh Someone who whose business didn't take too much time um, to uh, end up selling for yeah. a lot of money was Adam Bernhardt. Hola. Oh yeah, uh, what a story! I mean, that is unheard of. Um, I you know I you hear biz businesses like in three years don't even make a million dollars because you know they, they're kind of like you know waiting for that kind of steady growth and kind of building to get there. This guy sold his business for three hundred million dollars in three years. Unreal. Like, wow. And, you know, the guy's still young. The guy still has passion and energy in him. Like, you know, he's definitely going to do something new. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to see what that is. But the story of Hotluck, um, you know, I think he was just onto something and he um, didn't look the other way and he took advantage of what was around him and applied his knowledge to this opportunity he found and really just proved to be successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Adam was, I mean... The moment he walked in the doors, you already knew that this guy like had done something and was someone who really 
had a lot of experience in not only, you know, starting something, but building it and really thinking outside the box, even just his whole demeanor. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that, you can tell that everything he kind of touches turns to gold, but a lot of that is because of a lot of the hard work that he put into it. Um, it was, sure, it seems like an overnight success, you know, three years, $300 million is no joke. But even then, as we discussed in the podcast, he did a lot to get yeah. to that point to even find that opportunity. And I, I, want, I say find because, actually, I, I, I misspoke. That opportunity was created because of kind of all the things that he had done. Yeah, It was something that he found as a result of that and he created that opportunity for himself. It wasn't... He disrupted something that I think what he had saw, not been disrupted. He just kind of paid attention to the signs, you know. And if, yeah. if in any business, like if you see whether or not it's a business to begin with, it's just something you're just doing for fun. Like when you see people legitimately feeling happy or feeling satisfied or feeling good mm-hmm. about a certain product or service, mm-hmm. I mean that right there is an opportunity in and of itself to to make something out of it. Obviously, you know, sometimes business has a negative connotation, mm-hmm. like some things just shouldn't be a business. And I totally agree with that. Um, but at the same time, I think anything could be made into a business and a business is really there because, you know, to to grow something, to make something sustainable and something mm-hmm. that people will continue to enjoy because they legitimately enjoy it, mm-hmm. you need to have a business structure, you need right. to have a, an income stream, a revenue stream. I mean, things run on money, you know, people's time, all these things. So, um, I think he definitely saw that, and I think that's a good segue into Bobby um, Baccaro, uh, Baccari, uh, Nature's Brew. Um, he's done really well for himself and is continuing. He's still on that mm-hmm. early in the journey. I mean, he's expanding. Yeah, he's a young guy, the young guy uh, has big plans. Um, but same with him. You know, he he just enjoyed having people over at his apartment in college, cooking for them and and showing them a good time. And uh, you know, eventually we saw that. So he was just having him over for free. And it got kind of to the point where it got out of hand. You know, too many people were showing up and he wanted, it's not that he wanted to turn them away, but he couldn't have everybody. Uh, It's like 70 people showing up to a one bedroom apartment trying Uh to like, you know, have dinner. Uh, So he did the most logical thing and launched a business from it. You know, Paladar, which um, was kind of their underground supper club, Mm -hmm. uh, charging folks $15, $20 to come eat. And people were every week, like, you know, as soon as they sent the list out, booked booked people were legitimately getting pissed at him because they couldn't get on the list yeah um so again like something that stemmed from passion and just having a good time and showing people a good time ended up becoming a business which ended up you know paving the path for his current restaurant concepts yeah i mean and i i think once you listen to his story and then you go check out his restaurant uh or his restaurants um his passion and his story is really reflected in the way the restaurant runs whether it's the food whether it's the service Funny enough, I was actually there the night before we went to um, Coachella Valley, and I had texted Bobby saying, "Hey, I'm at uh, I'm at Bakery," and he's like, "Oh, you know, be a secret uh, diner." He's like, "Let me know how it goes." And I've been there several times, and every time it's a better experience. And this time was no different. Um, every and, and and the way it's set up is like there's several servers and the manager. They all kind of like wait on the table. Uh, they're always all there, and all of them are friendly. They're all happy at all times. Yeah, if if, if you're in LA, I'm assuming most of you yeah, are, yeah. and you haven't been to Bakery Bakaro, like go tomorrow. <laughs> like you gotta go. Like there's yeah Thursday nights never had, had to go. You've never had anything like it. I can assure you that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, again, the food's amazing. 
But I think for me, and I, I've always said this with hospitality concepts, and you know, if I ever were to have my own place, I think when we go to a restaurant or we go out, we expect good food. We expect good drinks because at the end of the day, like that's why we're going. But what we well, and we also expect good service and good hospitality. However, a lot of times, you know, not a lot of times, but a lot of times, it's not the case. Um, and for me, I only go back somewhere not because the food is good, but because the service is good. Yeah, the food is good. A lot of places I like food everywhere. Yeah, but if the service is something that stands out to me, that's what I remember. Yeah, that's what sets a good restaurant apart yeah. from a like a Union in Pasadena. It's somewhere that we go often. We're like family when we walk in. Yeah. I mean, from the moment we get in to the moment we leave, it's like we're at like my Italian cousin's house. Right. Even though I'm not Italian, I should have been, but it's okay. I mean, it's such a food industry, such a competitive space yeah. that like if you don't have good service, like good luck. Like, you're, you're dead. Gonna be, you're going to be out of business tomorrow. Yeah. Especially in Los Angeles right now, the retail, um, the retail market's not looking too hot. I was driving down Melrose the other day, literally left, right, you look, closes, uh, stores closing down. Right. Um, and it's going to happen with the increase of minimum wage in LA with um, the rise of online uh, retail and yeah. Yeah, e-commerce and Postmates and those apps that deliver food to your home. Retail and, and restaurant concepts that are in the retail space are going to have a very hard time. They are totally. already having a very hard time. Totally. So either they're going to have to find a way to adapt to that or die out. Or they're going to have to be creative and do something with retail still, Mm -hmm. but find a way to get that foot traffic because that's the hard part. Right. Speaking of e-commerce, someone, you know, or one uh, of the other guests, our other guests were the power couple, John and Ron Alustian, who have leveraged, you know, their online, you know, knowledge Mm -hmm, and social mm -hmm. media presence to create a brand out of their product, which is edible, uh, edible cookie dough, which uh, we've tried multiple times and absolutely love. Um, it's but my, it's on my freezer right now. <laughs> Amazing, um, but yeah, see, like they have sort of figured out this e-commerce model and are using social media and, and leveraging the power of it um, to drive people to their website and you know, you know, have this whole model, which has done so well for them so far. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, continues to to do well, and they're more so of a traditional story in the sense that they went to college and they both got their MBAs. That's how they met. Yeah, um, and so. And obviously, they launched the company after that. But it's also great to hear a story of how folks that do take the traditional route, which is, I would say, the majority of the folks take the traditional route. I took the traditional route. Um, that's how things get started. It's not, it's, not, it's not like, oh, my God, you took the traditional route. You can't be an entrepreneur. It's more so they realized and they kind of had that knowledge of, you know, the theoretical kind of business concepts. But they also realized that, hey, this is something that we really like to do, something that we really like to eat. Can we turn it into a business? Maybe. And they did. And now they've been doing that for a few years and clearly very successful. Um, Another great story of how they're kind of building. And I think I like that story a lot because it's one of the companies that we've interviewed or one of the founders that we've interviewed that's still on the rise. Uh, You know, they're successful, but they haven't hit the peak, Mm. which is a great thing. Yeah. Um, They're they're a brand that is perhaps not too well known yet, um, but I think that it's something that you're going to be hearing a lot more of in the next few years. Uh, and for our listeners, there's a special treat that Edible gave us. Um, if you are listening or you had listened to uh, the episode with John and Ron Alessian on, uh, I don't remember which episode number it was, but there was a discount code, mm-hmm. Founder20. So if you go to edible.com, 
uh, and purchase any of their edible cookie doughs. Put in off. Founder Twenty, and you get twenty percent off. Uh, and you know, feel free to share you know the episode with your friends so that they can also have the opportunity to listen to that as well. Awesome. Uh, we, we, so let's let's answer what questions we've gotten. Um, again, if you guys yeah, have questions let me read for some us, questions. Um, feel free to send them our way. We'll answer it on the next podcast. Uh, what do we have? One let's question say. is for Pat and Posh. Oh, for both of us. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's nice. great. Um, how do you prepare for your interviews? Hmm. So, uh, uh, I mean, like Give the, the, short the, answer. True, the short answer is Google. <laughs> I was going to say we don't, but we do. We don't. Um, well, yeah. So the thing is like, we're, we're both obviously super busy, right? Like we have other projects we have going on and, um, we would ideally like to prepare more, uh, for our interviews. I don't think we do the best job at it, but I think we do an okay job of, of, you know, putting together some notes to get the conversation going. But again, we like to keep it, these conversations raw. And I think mm-hmm. you guys have hopefully realized that, um, that sometimes we just kind of go off on tangents and, and it's fine. Cause it's, that's what keeps the conversation raw. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we'll kind of jump on Google and, um, we'll see what we can find, but you know what? Um, I think really the preparation part comes in, not just, not from what's online already, but sort of like filling in the gaps, yeah. like reading in between the lines mm-hmm. of what we do know and what we are curious about. I think any good on, um, entrepreneur interviewer um, would, I think, agree like that those are where the most interesting interviews come out of because anyone can go on Google and search and find this information. It's not, you know, something mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. wild and, uh, you know, crazy. But when you kind of see a gap somewhere like, oh, wait, I wonder what happened here or how did he do this? Or like, that's not part of the story. That's where what we're hoping to accomplish through this podcast is telling those real stories, the untold stories uh, that no one can just go search about. Mm -hmm. Another question we got at the party, we were talking to somebody Mm. and um, they're like, what do you guys do? And we're like, we're journalists, Uh, (laughs) which we're not. Um, But I guess we are. We're like, we're, we're getting there. Um, I'm going to, hopefully we're one of those like, you know, folks, when, at, like those ceremonies, the graduation ceremonies where you get like an honorary doctorate, like a doctor of journalism. Uh, I'm, so I'm down with that. Dr. Patton, Dr. Posh, doctors of journalism um, in like 35 years. Uh, President the, Nikias, if you're listening. The doctor hour. The doctor hour with Dr. Posh and Dr. Pot. Dr. Posh, Dr. Posh. Well, I'm, I can't even say my own name. Um, another question we got at the party. Great podcast. Do you guys make any money? <laughs> yeah. Duh. Millions of dollars in advertising. Come on. Why do you think we're still doing this in my garage? This podcast is sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> and Paxson. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, we, we don't make money. It's sponsored by <laughs> my nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think at some point, you know, money is important and you need to start. You need to like, we're going to have to hopefully get some sponsorships going to fund our, you know, resources and time, you know, like these right. mics aren't going to last forever. They're um, not going to pay for themselves. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so that'd be cool. If anyone wants to sponsor us, hit us up. Uh, we can talk. Sponsorships start at 3 million. Yeah. Pesos. <laughs> Bitcoin. Yeah. I'll take, uh, I'll take one Bitcoin. I'll take one Bitcoin. I will too. Um, and when I say I, the founder hour, will take one Bitcoin. Uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, we don't get paid. And I think I think we like that. We like that in the sense of it gives us freedom to do what we want with the Founder Hour and not be necessarily uh, tied down to, oh, we got to do this because we have to make money today. Mm-hmm. You know, 
We like it because it keeps everything raw. It keeps the relationships with the folks that we're interviewing raw, the people that are helping us, the people that are listening. Yeah. Sure, down the line, you know. Yeah, we're, we're not trying to run the founder out like a business. No. I, this is kind of one of those instances where, like, business doesn't make sense, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, podcasts aren't necessarily, like, you know, the best revenue models. Yeah, when's the last time you heard, like, you know, <laughs> Maybe they will Forbes be. 100, yeah. you know, billionaire the, the co-host of you know the yeah. billion dollar podcast no, not Hasn't directly happened. from a podcast no. uh we're, we're 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 this this is purely a side hustle for us a side passion project if you will that we just really enjoy doing and um it's kind of like a mental we'll clarity thing for us too it's like it's that like an hour where you know we just kind of we'll just have fun yeah you know we, whether we're sitting down with founders whether we're sitting down with ourselves we just don't think about work we don't think about life really uh and we're just like yeah this is it's, it's our creative um what's that word that these artists use it's our cre- like our escape not our escape our creative and there's a word that comes behind oh it. man um i don't know i don't know either that's how creative <laughs> i am um my mind is so creative that i can't even come up with the word um no but yeah we don't get paid but yeah we've been getting a lot of other general questions like you know about each guest and i think we do our best to answer those on the after hours just within the conversation um but i think we do want to hear more from you guys whether it's about questions you want us to ask or people that you want us to interview yes about that i was gonna actually just say uh, we're gonna be sending out so so sign up for a newsletter uh go on to thefounderhour.com and click on subscribe and sign up because we are going to be sending out a link uh, well, first of all, we announce you know new guests as they as we release those episodes, but we're going to be sending out a link uh, for you guys to submit a guest that you guys maybe want to hear on the show, um, and maybe always wondered like, oh, like I wonder what their story is, or I would love to hear this person's story, uh, maybe of a local business or something that's like you know LA based. Uh, let us know, and and we'll you know make we'll talk to you, and we'll see if we make the connection and make mm-hmm. it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that was yeah. This has been a great. <laughs> Great conversation. Um, And until next time, I'm Pat. I'm Posh. Make sure to subscribe to the Founder Hour. And uh, we'll hear from you guys in a few weeks. Peace out.